and a warm welcome to Smashing Secrets Feng Shui. We're your hosts. My name is Chloe. And I'm Joe, And we're a mother and daughter duo. This show is for all of those that are interested in Feng Shui, including those with no previous experience, but would like to learn how you can improve your life and your successes even more than you're doing already. That's right. This is the show for you because we're going to be breaking down the secrets of feng shui, making the principles much more accessible. This is so you can make your good luck better and make your bad luck smaller. And we're going to discuss how to do that with all the other interesting facts and features of feng shui and everything in between. I hope you enjoy listening. Good evening, my beautiful darling. And how are you this evening? Good evening to you too. (laughs) <laughs> quite well how are you <laughs> well i'm feeling rather fine glad you asked well, fantastic how uh so mum just left to lubricate her mouth <laughs> her that sounds rude that sounds rude i, yeah, I just said, said <laughs> i said i'm gonna get a glass of something refreshing re- you said replenishing that, you said that after you said that you're gonna lubricate your mouth <laughs> well i didn't i didn't think you could hear me and that was between us not everyone else <laughs> so i'm in complete denial and i'm and i'm just talking about a glass of very fresh water oh really no it's water. <laughs> <laughs> just seeing if you're Love paying that. attention <laughs> wow Oh wow! Good, good, good. I well, have, I do have water in my. Do you? Are you going to drink it? Quite possibly. Really? <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> it's lovely to have you back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not sure what episode this is, Mum. Do you? <laughs> I think it's 32. Would you oh, like me 32? to check? No, no. I believe so. It yeah. might not be. I thought it was 31, but it could be 32. No, 31 was the Ox Halloween special. I'm glad one of us is paying attention. (laughs) Well, 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 it is the first episode out of our mini-series on the Chinese animals. This is very exciting news. Earthly branches is their correct term. Otherwise, stars. Aye. Aye. And directions and months of the year. They have lots of applications, so... Shall we recap on? Because that's what today should we should really talk about today is why have we been spending so much time <laughs> talking why about the animals this? when this is a smashing secret? <laughs> Feng Shui. Feng Shui. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? Why am I here? Yeah. So no, one of us is paying attention. <laughs> so, why <were> we, <laughs> so why were we talking about Barzi? Well, because yeah. Barzi is used in Feng Shui and it's a very important component. So you need to know what you're talking about. This is true. Do you know what you're talking about? Sometimes. You, you pull the ball over my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so why do we talk about Barzi? Why do we talk about Barzi, Chloe? What? Why? Uh, what's the <laughs> importance of earthly branches and heavenly stems? And do you know the difference? Let's see. Um, so the importance of Barzi in Feng Shui is that Barzi is basically your own. It's like a horoscope. So it's like your own heaven's, heaven's uh, luck. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So it's like your own Chinese astrology. So that's your Barzi. And then that's important in feng shui because when you move into a space and you want to see what's going on, if it's like at home or if it's at work or kind of anywhere that you're spending a lot of time in, you can look at your barzi and then you can look at the floor plan within your space and you can see how and where your barzi aligns or perhaps even clashes within that space. So you can create a very acute uh Sponification? Ponification? What word am I If it's a new word, um, I've got no idea. (laughs) First of all, you cut out, and then I just said ponification, which, as far as I know, (laughs) is not a real word. Sponification? Oh, man, you're frozen again. Am I frozen? Am I back now? Well, your picture is. But I'm here. You are. I can hear you. It's It's okay. It's nice to be back. Hello, hello. (laughs) Sponification? Spawn, kind of like per, per personification. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> now I understand. <laughs> so <we're> t- <laughs> what does so, personification uh, mean? 
well, it's got the word person in it. So personalize, yeah. I think I would use. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Because it could be that ponification or that something <laughs> close to that is yeah, not sure. a word. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> and I don't want to look stupid. No. You know, you just said stupid instead of stupid. You went stupid. I don't think I did. I think it's your ears, my sweet. Oh, really? Well, apologies. I'll just I'll have another sip of water just to, just in case. Water, water. How's that water? Does it taste like grapes? That water is so refreshing. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> there's lots of water in that grape juice. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're you're absolutely spot on. The reason why barsi, so heavenly stems and earthly branches, are so important is because we can look at our date and time of birth and break it into um, the the eight characters. That's basically what barsi means: eight characters, mm. and compare it to our living space and working space and hopefully we'll find that it's very compatible and that will automatically generate a higher frequency of auspicious energy Mm. now why is that important so that you can rinse all your good feng shui (laughs) well i hadn't thought of it like that and i need to speak to you later about what that means rinsing because (laughs) that's In my, like, in my book, it, it means cleaning. Rinsing, I guess, in that term means just like using up all your resources, like you're going to rinse something. No, I, I, I would say if, if you can create a higher vibration, so if, you're, if, you, if you think of energy as an energy is always moving, that's the only thing in life we can guarantee is, is change. And that's because energy doesn't sit still. It's always evolving and transforming into something new. And that includes us. So every minute of every day, we are gaining experience and changing accordingly. So I sort of lost my train of thought a bit, but um, basically what I'm trying to say is... <laughs> Your train of thought. Thought. Is it me or you? You. But, um, okay, I'll take that. Is... Um, <laughs> Is you want to raise your frequency, raise your vibrational <laughs> energetic frequency. Yeah, is because it'll bring you more good luck. Because yeah. all the good vibe, all the good energies are on a higher frequency. So if you think of energy as always moving, the speed of that energy, and um, and I guess the if you were to look at it as a wavelength, will have a different. So good energy, so energy to do with um, success, achievements, joy, happiness, love, prosperity, abundance, all of those sort of key words will also have a high frequency, an energetic vibration on that's going to vibrate at a high frequency. So mm. that's why it's important. So the low frequencies, the heavy, darker energies, such as... Um, sadness or, or guilt shame yeah all of those depression hatred all of those have a different frequency and so we we know how we feel we know in our in our bodies and and in our minds and how we respond to situations by the way we feel mm. and um, we know the difference between feeling good and feeling bad so why bars is so important why are the heavenly stems and earthly branches which are the components of the bars are so important is because they also are involved in something known as the 24 mountains and the 24 mountains are to do with the shape and um positions of of um land formation of your landscape so not only are we going to be looking at the facing direction of the home and the sitting direction of the home but within your immediate environment we want to look at the different forms so other buildings natural hills natural waterways um, we can look at man-made structures so roads and swimming pools if applicable um, we want to, we just basically want to analyze what's going on in the environment and we use the 24 mountains in their earthly stems and um, heavenly stems and earthly branches to um, compare with our own personal charts and see if there's any hidden clashes or 
ideally combinations. So we know automatically we can time events. So we know that, say, um, using me as an example, in fact, using both of us as an example, next year, 2023 is year of the rabbit. So for roosters, as I mentioned last time, that could be a bit, it could be, it could be a bit challenging. It could be, it could be really exciting because things will suddenly happen, but it could also be if, if the vibration is low and the feng shui is not supportive, it could be blockages, obstructions, delays. It could be, um, events beyond our control. So it could be things like I was, last time we spoke about me possibly moving. And since that last podcast, we have had some news in the family, which is making me really, before I was messing around and joking and just giving, you know, ideas of what could happen. But now since that last recording, I know that in the family, there is a real need for me to move closer to Nan and G dad. Mm. So, um, so, so I am considering, you know, not just considering, but I am planning a move so that I can be nearer to Nan and G dad. So, um, so that's one of the things that's going on. So, heavenly stems. <laughs> Initially, I think they might get tired of me soon after. It depends. We have to have boundaries, and then. Um... <laughs> Do you hear that, Nan? So there's a video of Nan. Nan. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Nan. Well, no, I'm no, joking. No, no, no. I'm joking. <laughs> Mum sent a video of Nan, uh, which I'll have to upload oh, on Instagram. Got... You no, don't. Uh, you went really quiet, but it's probably just as well. Yeah, no, because there's a video. Was I rattling on again, like the no. end of the last podcast? No, 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 no. Yeah, there's like a slight, like, so before, on the last episode, Mum's headphones died, uh, and that was quite rogue. And now we, I keep cutting out, which is quite rogue, so apologies mm. for that. But fortunately, mm. we both have the gift of the gab, and we can just keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think has got more good. of the gift of the gab? Isn't that a funny saying, oh. gift of the gab? Gift of the gab. Gift of the gab. Well, I think... Gift of the gap. I Should think, our podcast quite honestly, no. <laughs> oh my god, no, I I've think got a new you've joke. got more gift of the gap than I do. I think, I think you've I'm got more. Quite... I think I think you've got more gift of the gap. Yeah, I've got I'm quite joke. conservative. I'm conservative. You're not conservative. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if there's gadget. a word, I like to say. I like to say it. You like to say it. <laughs> Hey, talking of words, do you like my, my jumper? Yeah, I noticed this. How can we avoid this? How can we avoid possibly the giant word on your top? Capital letters, bold, and on an orange t-shirt, it says COSMIC. So am I, darling. <laughs> so I got my so joke. Wait, I got my joke. Do you want to hear my joke? Do you want to hear my joke? Oh, do we? Yeah, go on then. Yeah, okay. Try me. Right. What type of bee produces milk? All right, I give up. That was a really long silence. You ready? Yeah. A booby. <gasps> <laughs> Can you say that? Yeah. Instead. That's rude. Booby's not rude. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit not. rude. No, it's not. It's booby. <laughs> Booby's not a bad word. Yeah, but straight away you can see them. So... <laughs> You don't need to sexualize boobies. They're a beautiful thing, mother. But that's what it means. It's a it's a, a word implying yeah. nakedness. Boobies, milk for babies, nourishing, beautiful life. Should we talk what about you when you were a baby? About? Yeah, let's talk I was about thinking about when, when you were a baby. Yeah, right. You liked on. you liked a bit of booby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it was your baby as well. Gross. <laughs> oh no. It's not gross. It's nourishing babies. Oh. You brought it up. <laughs> and look at look at how how special you are. Oh That's my all god. my fault. Stop it. Oh. <laughs> uh, everything was fine. 
again about thinking about bees and boobies, and then why did you have to bring me into it? <laughs> me and your boobies. I don't want because that. because you were two and a half when I stopped. And that was that was you. You were not happy. You were quite happy being fed <laughs> and nourished yeah. by your mum. It's two boobies. and a half. Is that like a normal amount of time? No, it's like really excessive. Yeah, it's really excessive, isn't it? Well, I, well I don't want to upset anyone, but most people would have given up by then. Really? Yeah, but you were a bully. I was a bully. <laughs> <laughs> You would not let me sleep from the moment you were born. I reckon the longest you slept was about half an hour. And so you wore me down. You wore me down. Honestly, why do you think I'd give in to you so quickly? (laughs) Oh, my God, that's so funny. Did I really not sleep that much? No, you're probably starving because there probably wasn't a lot of milk in my boobies. So you were constantly hungry. Oh, no. Oh my god, I thought I was really good. You are good, you're beautiful. You were yeah, a fantastic no, I... baby. You just didn't sleep. I became <laughs> a crazy woman. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I studied feng shui? I was like, Why? <laughs> I was like the catalyst. <laughs> Why does this child just want to keep sucking my booby and not sleep? Actually, 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 it's not quite true. <laughs> One of the reasons I started studying feng shui. Yeah. It was actually to do with that first or second house. The first house was nothing remarkable. Yeah. The second apartment we got um, was extraordinary because that did have some bad chi, although it looked beautiful. I don't know if we've spoken about this before, but it was a really beautiful, um, um, really big, beautiful rooms, lots of light. So the feng shui on the surface looked amazing. Because it was like we had a garden, which I spent all my money in. Um, we had it appeared we had nice neighbours. It was in an up and coming neighbourhood. It was you know it was our first proper apartment that we bought. Your dad and I. What was extraordinary, and we didn't know, was we even though we bought it off a property developer, the the property developer didn't live there. Instead, he bought it up from cheap, from auction, because nobody else wanted to live in it because the person who lived in it before us was a was a criminal and had got arrested. It was a big hoo-ha, but we, your dad and I, were completely oblivious. We were just two young people in love having a baby. And so we thought this was um, an amazing opportunity and instead we found, I mean, it wasn't all bad, but instead we found out things started to go wrong and we couldn't work it out. And we, we didn't have two beans to rub together. You know, we were we were not very wealthy at all. And um, your dad was working oh, morning, noon and night. So it was a little bit of a stressful situation, but it, it wasn't until we moved in there that we things sort of got more and more difficult. And it was the neighbours that told us about the, the man who lived there before us was a criminal and had got arrested in that house and um, had done a very bad deed. And that's why the feng shui in that property was not very good. Mm. So stems and branches are really important. So 24 mountains are really important. Mm. But also you need to know a little bit of the history of the property. So um, so that's something else for another podcast. But what we are going to talk about today is stems and branches and the 24 mountains. And now that I've told you that story about how <laughs> it's not always yeah. perfect, I've kind yeah. of run... When you moved into this place and things started to go, <laughs> I'm not going to say this word, but I'm going to replace it. Boobies up. See what I tried to do there. Get that? Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did it when you? Because you're 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 saying that a lot of this is to do with the feng shui of that space. What about yours and dad's? Barzi, and when I came into the, so I was born, and then we moved. We were in this house, right? Yeah. So when you were a very brand new baby, we were in a different property. We were in Princess okay. Alice's house, and then um, very. Qu- your dad was an absolute. He was amazing, actually, because he was really action orientated. 
So he and I, I can't remember all the details now, it was a long time ago, but he and I bought this house and we hadn't bought a property before. So this was a big step for us. It was our sort of first house. So it's a huge step. And it, as I say, it was beautiful. It was big rooms. The light was flooding in. Um, the We had a garden. It was a busy road. So the chi was moving quite quickly. But it was only after we moved in that, and we had a, a, started to get a few problems, but um, the, it was more of the emotional roller coaster. There was definitely some bad juju going on. And it was so only after we spoke to the neighbours, after we'd been there a little while, and we realised that actually there was something in the way. There mm. was something not quite right. And that was, um, I, I believe that was down to the person that, who lived there before us who mm-hmm. had done an extremely bad um, deed and that the energy to do with this person had actually soaked into the property. Now, as far mm. as I know, the deed did not occur in, in that house, but the person who committed the wronging, wrong mm. thing mm. had um, been arrested in that house. So that person was vibrating at a very low frequency and bricks and mortar are under the earth element and the earth element is very absorbing. So the mm. energy of the walls and the ceilings, basically the 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 house mm. had absorbed that energy. And so the new, the property developer bought it had done it all up, made it look spectacular. Your dad and I, little innocent lambs, walked in and fell in love and brought our brand new baby in. And we'd been there for a little while and then things started to go wrong. So first of all, we had a lot of money problems. Then we had um, some um, other sort of uh, stresses. I, I won't go into detail because it's not fair, fair but but we we lost a family member, a really important family member, when you were su- you were still a tiny wee baby, and it it had a knock on effect on um, All other the family other members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, as I say, your dad was working really hard, so he was tired because he was working such long hours. I was sort of left alone, so my mental health wasn't great. I was mm. sort of um, quite teary. Mm. Mm. and felt a little bit isolated, even though I had a few close friends. I had uh, Marina and Paula, Stace. Did you you have, um, what's it called? You know, when you're... Postnatal depression. Yeah. Um, Now that I work in a hormonal clinic, I I recognised the symptoms at that time. I wasn't aware of the symptoms and I'm not sure if I had full-blown postnatal depression or not. I do remember periods of feeling quite lonely and isolated when I shouldn't re- enough. And I rem- I do recognise th- those. I do recognise the signs, but I can't hand on heart fully commit to saying, yes, I, I had postnatal depression because I had other moments of pure joy. Mm. And happiness mm. and from what I gather with postnatal depression you 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 don't have that and and I and I didn't have it wasn't so for me it wasn't constant it came in webs um what they call it waves. troughs yeah waves and sort Ebbs of and um, yeah that's it so for me it wasn't um an obvious postnatal depression but but there were factors external factors so I don't think it was just hormonal there were external factors that Mm. I think happens to a lot of young people when they Mm. when they first start a family and and haven't got everything sort of laid out in front of them when they when they're having to do it themselves and and so there's loads of pressure there yeah, so your dad and I were doing our best, but what was interesting was that we were absolutely happy as Larry, happy as, so happy before yeah. moving into that property. We yeah. moved into that property and that's when things started to become heavier. This is what I'm interested in. So like when you look at, so using this using this example still, when you look at yours and dad's chart, are they compatible? Mm. Like your, your Barzi, are they compatible? Yeah. Yeah, um, okay. yeah, yeah. I mean, so, not obviously, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then, taking that information on board and moving into this house, and moving into this new energy, what about 
what about you know how you go through um like each year's got a new energy you're also mm. going through different uh luck pillars individually yeah. does that all go into account of when you're looking into when you look at this when you look at this example and you've just moved into the house and it's obviously got really bad feng shui do you think well, that it was... didn't it wasn't obvious that was the well, thing but do you oh so have you done the feng shui of that apartment no oh it was because see, things went yeah so i even though i'd been studying since the 90s mm. it was more of a hobby it was an interest it certainly wasn't a um commercial thing it was mm. you know you, you sort of and i was reading lots of books on self-development and like i said to you um, last time there were some excellent books around that time that everyone was talking about celestine prophecy brilliant book the way of the peaceful warrior brilliant book so there mm. were lots of people around me that were very um open to um spiritual thing yeah yeah but mind over matter mm. um and things that were holistic and and mm. sort of much more open mm. and yet when we were in that house it became things became a bigger struggle mm. and that's why I started signing up for the feng shui courses so it became mm. a catalyst it became a catalyst for change mm. and and you know things did change I mean things changed quite rapidly and we weren't in that house for very long together but the the before and after was extreme there were mm. there were huge shifts during that time and so so Samson Brunt, I, I mean, for the life of me, I cannot remember what the facing direction of that property is. I mean, yeah, that's that was... what I was thinking. Can you not just find it on Google Maps? Yeah, I probably could. I mean, I'm, do you want me to do it now? Yeah. <laughs> Morbid curiosity. Yeah, maybe. Um... Yeah, it's so interesting, isn't it? Because I was just thinking, like, if your Barzis are compatible, mm. what, what about that time when you moved in? Was there could have been clashes internally and in, within your Barzi rather than just oh yeah I'm sure they were yeah I'm sure they were because like I say it wasn't all bad we had moments of absolute bliss and we did try we really tried to raise the vibration so because we were young and our vibration would have gone on top of that so um, what so so if it was my client if if I was going back in time and I was going to be the feng shui consultant to the younger me, mm -hmm. I would say to that person once when I learned the history, I would say, do some space clearing. Absolutely mm -hmm. do some space clearing. And um, we can talk about, have we done space clearing? Have we spoken about that? Um, I don't know if we have really. Well, that's something for later then. But um, I would, that's weird. Our road's not come Chamberlain Road. How long were you there for? Okay. A year. No, a few years. It got really bad at one point. About three years. I think your dad was there longer. I'm just seeing if that's the right road. I've um, I've got more leaks in the boat. No, what do you mean? Yeah, uh, there was a little drip coming out of one of the light sockets earlier. Um, Is this because you've... Um... It's just because it's rained, you know? And, like, all the windows yeah, have, like, have so not, much condensation. Have you not sh shut the hut hutch? Yeah, 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 I have. These are different different, different weak, weak points of water. Oh, and adding on to all the water issues inside the boat... Um, my shower now has just lost all its pressure for some reason. I don't know why. That's weird. Yeah. There's just like, you know what? Since since it started really, really raining, so maybe say like two weeks ago, say like the beginning of November, so many water problems with the boat, like floods, uh, puddles of water, water coming out of places that they shouldn't be coming out of, like loads of places in the ceiling, and the mould's growing. The uh, bathroom sink got really blocked. Oh, we're in the water season, aren't we? Right. So so that would have started in November. When did all you start to get all these yeah. problems? Yeah. November. Yeah. It's like hammer time. 
Okay, it doesn't look good for you for December then, because that's Yang water. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, I couldn't find the um, house, and maybe I've um, put the wrong address in, but I'll, I'll look it up and I'll let you know. But <clears throat> anyway, going back to what we should be talking about, the 24 mountains. So every uh-huh. heavenly stem, of which mm-hmm. there are 10, yin and yang of the five elements, and every earthly branch, of which there are 12, can be found on a, a sort of um, a compass reel known as the 24 mountains. And it just means that if you are able to identify your facing direction, so the direction your house is facing, and the sitting direction, the back of the house, so opposite the front, obviously, mm. and then that's not the where the front door is. I mean, lots of houses do have their front door at the front of the house, but some have it at the side. So it's different to where the front door is. It's You're looking at the facing direction. So, the, so to clarify, the facing direction is the frontage of the house that's facing the main um main road or the main um view if you like if you've if you've got a good view and you're overlooking say an open space or um a park or or the wherever the architect has designed the house to look its best you're going to have a frontage that's your facing direction the back of the house hopefully is nestled into the landscape and that's going to be your sitting direction so you get your floor plan and to scale and you mark out the 24 mountains and um hopefully they are compatible with your barsi mm-hmm. what we don't want are clashes and you're right to bring up the timing because, yes, you do pay attention to the timing of, of your purchase of the property and you're moving in. And if you're going to be doing flying stars, you want to find out if, first of all, if the house has been empty and you're the first people to move in after 100 days of an empty property, mm. then your move your date of moving in will be based on the current information mm. if you're moving into a property that's very old such as the one i'm in so i live in a farmhouse that's converted into three apartments but the original um construction date and original date that somebody moved in was probably about three or four hundred years ago so that makes it really difficult to find a feng shui chart Unless, so there's exceptions. So you find out the date the first person moved in. Well, if that's three or 400 years ago, it's going to be hard to find. Mm. But you look at, so you can look at the, whether a roof was lifted. So if the roof has been replaced, then you'll get another new chart. But also if the apartment has been empty for more than 100 days or if more than 30% of the property has gone through reconstruction. That's another way you can get another chart. Mm. And there's one more. And I had it just a moment ago and it's gone. (laughs) Yeah. So I might get excited in about five minutes and let you know what that is. (laughs) Well, that sounds good. So you draw something on top of your floor plan. Well, that's for flying stars. So you find out when the property was built, when Mm -hmm. the first people moved in, what the facing direction is. Um, Say, for example, it's 180 south. Mm. That comes under the energy of the earthly branch of the horse, which is great if you're a dog or a tiger or a goat or... um, Ox. No. um, Dragon. Rabbit. Maybe, <laughs> but um, not if you're a rat. So if you have a rat in your chart, anywhere in your chart, day, um, the particularly the hour or the month, but it could be the day or the hour, you're going to have a little clash there. So, so first things first is you look at the facing direction and see if it's compatible with your barsi. You look at the time you move in, see if it's compatible with your barsi. And then you map out the other directions. 
Did you find what you're looking for? Yeah, I felt something drop on my back. (laughs) (laughs) Is your boat crying? Uh, Maybe a little bit. Have you shut all the hatches properly? Yeah. They should be waterproof. They're not waterproof. That's what my uh, boat owner told me. I was like, okay then. That's not good then, is it? It's not what you want in a floating floating home. (laughs) But you're loving it. You're loving it with the log burner. Yeah, I am actually. It is really How about Theo? Does he like it? Yeah, oh my God, he loves it. Oh my God. He likes it a lot. Yeah, loads. He like, I put the chair as close as I can to the side of it and then I put my red jumper on top of it because he just loves sleeping on it. And he he's just in heaven, you know, like he's he's just watching it as well because he loves watching the telly. But I think he really enjoys watching the fire flick around as well. Oh, bless him. He he loves it, honestly. It's so nice. Yeah, really, Aww. really nice. Well, I put the heating on for Mia and she is quietly licking her bottom. Oh, lucky girl. <laughs> <laughs> she has one leg up and she's yes she's making sure she's clean mm. i thought you'd enjoy that thank you very much for the update <laughs> okay so where are we shall we should we do the um have we, have we, yeah shall we have yeah have i have i have i given people have some I, information I, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's useful or or have i just spoken <laughs> a load of rubbish and talked no, about. No, I think that was really useful. That was a really nice recap with a nice personal anecdote to summarise it. Yeah, of our actual yeah. failings. <laughs> <laughs> we moved into a property that was so bad, <laughs> I started to learn in feng shui and I'm still learning. <laughs> yeah. Is that the house that I would have got um, that scratch from the dog? Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Do you want so to share yeah, to anyone that is curious, I've got a scar on my face. Um, you won't Which be able to see horrible, it. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Um, I don't think it's that ugly. Thanks. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the time it happened <laughs> no, when you I'm were joking, a baby. I'm joking. Yeah, no, I'm joking. It was one of the worst moments of my life. Oh, so I would have been breastfeeding still. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so I this happened like was it two days after my second birthday? This is how I remember it. You were two. I remember you being two. Yeah. Um, so beautiful. Do you know we entered you into um, baby modeling? Baby modeling, really? Yeah, you were so beautiful. You are, you are still beautiful, and as a baby, you were still beautiful. But that house, that house was (laughs) not good. No, no. Well, you and dad used to model, right? (laughs) I don't know about your dad, but I don't. He said they did a bit of modeling. Well, he didn't tell me that, so <laughs> lol. I've done a bit of modelling as well. Yeah, he said they did a bit of modelling. I'll have to ask him. But Well, um, it wasn't in that house, I can tell you that now. No, I think it maybe, would have been maybe, maybe. a bit younger. Yeah, maybe. He's a good-looking guy. <laughs> yeah. I have to say that, is your dad? Yeah, I don't have to say anything because he's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Although a couple of my friends have been open with me that they fancy him and it makes me very... What? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's not great. I haven't told well, him that. No, <laughs> I'm not going to. <laughs> but then, well, you know, I've... like a couple of my friends have said that they fancied you as well. It's just, it's not great for me to know these things. Well, I can understand how they can like me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that fancy dress when I dressed up as Marilyn Monroe and I had to get the tube and oh, the bus? Yeah. What oh, were you getting loads God. of attention? So I'm pretty much sure attention. it's because you had your, your boobies out, Mom. It was a fancy dress and it only came in one size and I did my <laughs> best to cover up. Yeah, right. <laughs> what was that for? Where did we go? It was your birthday. I think you were was 18. It? Yeah, it was yeah. my 18 because it was like a 20s sort of thing, wasn't it? The 1920s. Well, we dressed up. I know that. I dressed up I as Marilyn Monroe. Look, yeah, because you're you're quite dark. So having this bright, and I had a blonde wig. wig. <laughs> yeah, it looked so silly. <laughs> <laughs> and it, like it just didn't. The wig was really cheap and tatty, anyway. So it was just like I got so much attention. Did you? <laughs> so much attention. Oh my god! Uh, the, the tube was the worst. 
Was the it? best I could manage, but getting on the tube and just having Did you strangers... not have a jacket or anything? You were just like, I'm just going to let these puppies loose. <laughs> <laughs> and have a beacon of white light on my head. <laughs> white swathes of white setting. Yeah. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was good though. What was she dead dressed up as? Um, he was just probably, I think he just wore like a shirt and trousers and shoes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what were we saying? What were we saying? We were um, saying stuff about how your friends fancy your dad. Oh, great. I'm so glad we came back to that. Oh no, my <laughs> scar on my face. Oh yeah, carry on. Um, do you want me to tell the story or do you want to tell the story? No, you tell the story. You talk more than me. I talk more than you. <laughs> what? <laughs> I tell the story because I talk more than you. Do you mean you tell the story, darling, because I talk more than you? I'm going to tell the story because you're just... You're oh, just... <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, go on then. I'm, so, I'm quite interested to hear it from your side of you because I've, I've been telling people from well, my side of you. It was awful. So we had a big dog at the time. Simon Shepherd. Yeah, and we called him, his name is Henry. Yeah. And we Henry. called him the land shark because he he was he was just huge. You know and dad loves loves that dog. Like every time I bring him up like my scar was just like, "Oh, such a good dog." And I was like, mm-hmm, "Look at my face." <laughs> well, he he didn't do it on purpose. He was just no, very upset, but um he he was such a big dog. You could put your hand span stretch your hand, your palm out as far as you could and put it on his head and you still couldn't touch his ears. So he was a big old boy. He was a big dog. But he was um, quite a nervous dog and um, he had a kennel outside. And as I say, we'd moved into this property and it had a beautiful garden, but the property had been divided into two apartments. So there was upstairs and downstairs. We were on the ground floor and in their wisdom, the property managers had put a little fence dividing the garden into two. So upstairs had some garden. We had some garden, which was fine, absolutely fine, except that the upstairs neighbour had a young son called Kieran, I've got good memory, who was seven at the time, who was um, a sweet enough kid. But um, that particular day, and it was um, late summer and... um, It was late in the afternoon, but early summer, sorry, because the sweet peas were still growing. And you had just fallen asleep. You were two years old and you had been feeding on me and you'd fallen asleep. And I just sort of transitioned you away from the cot into your own bed. But having your own bed, there weren't any, what do you call them? Um, Yeah. So you were free to do your thing. Damn right. So... So Had you some good asleep. ideas this day. Yeah, so you were fast asleep and um, I, I was, your bedroom overlooked the garden. So I could hear the, that Kieran, the little kid upstairs, and his little pal coming to visit were winding up the dog. I could hear the dog outside in his kennel getting upset and he was a big dog, a, a big German Shepherd, big Alsatian. So I was desperate to stop the children, young children, from annoying the dog because I didn't want the dog upset. So you'd fallen asleep, put you to your bed, and we had stair gates blocking everything off. But because I was in such a rush, I didn't close the stair gate properly. So I rushed through the kitchen outside and I told the boys, to be honest, they were naughty little boys because they pulled out, that's how I remember the season, they pulled out my um, bamboo canes that I had supporting my sweet peas. They pulled those out, so my sweet peas had collapsed, and they were poking Henry, the dog, which is why he was getting upset. So they, I mean, they were young kids, they didn't know what they were doing, but the dog was growling and he was upset. I could just, I just knew he wasn't happy, so I told the kids off and brought the dog inside. So we'd normally let the dog in when you were in bed and asleep, but we would keep the dog outside while you were sort of running around because you were like, you know, you were two years old, you were running around. So the dog came in. 
you were asleep, the dog was in the kitchen, and at that moment the oven alarm went and it was the roast chicken had been had been in the oven, it was cooking. So the dog was sort of cowering round by my feet. I've leant over, opened up the oven, I've pulled out the chicken, and the I could see that the the fats on the chicken were near the edge. So I was being I was focusing on the chicken and the dog was sort of wrapped around my feet. And then all of a sudden, the dog leapt up, knocked the chicken. I mean, I, d- I didn't drop it, but the oil's gone all over the floor. So I'm like, what the hell? And suddenly I see you. And what happened was while I was telling the kids off and looking at the chicken and doing things, I hadn't seen you c- come out of your room and come into the kitchen so you you were like a little ninja I didn't hear you I didn't see you and yet there you were and the dog you basically you surprised the dog and surprised me and um, the dog had jumped up and knocked the chicken so the oil was going everywhere um was sort of it, it didn't attack but he was surprised and he sort of leapt up so I've, I've put the chicken and then you you start crying so so I've put the chicken on the side I've more at this point I'm thinking about the oil because there's boiling oil on the floor and I'm thinking that's going to be really slippery and I don't want the dog licking it up so that's where my head's at but you're crying and you've got your little beautiful little chubby hands pressed against your face like that so I still hadn't twigged what something bad had happened so I just wanted the dog outside so I chucked the dog outside I get you and I put you up on the counter and I, I'm trying to understand why you're crying because you're crying really, you know, you're, it's an obvious cry of distress. So I'd literally take your hands away and that's when my whole world fell apart because suddenly it's not just a little a thing, it's a big thing. Yeah, yeah, your, hand, your face and your hands were full of blood. So, you know, you're my pride and joy, my precious baby, and you're you're bleeding. Mm. And it's not just a little bit of blood, it's a lot of blood. So what had happened was later on, and so then we go, I phone your dad up, your dad comes rushing home from work. We go up to hospital, we're in A&E, and eventually you end up in um, having plastic surgery. And I spend a week in the hospital sleeping on the floor to be by your side because you know you're my baby and I'm your mom and this is big big mm. and um and when we come home we find out that your dad had taken Henry to um the Battersea dogs home but unfortunately they decided to 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 put him down so so that was really sad but more upsetting was my baby was now had a piece a piece of skin and so basically what happened was the dog me and the dog didn't see you that you surprised us the dog being in that state of high alert jumped up and his either his back paw or his front paw had pushed you and just caught your face just under your eye to the side of your nose and basically pulled mm. a flap of skin so it was a complete accident. It wasn't he didn't bite you, he didn't attack you. It was him sort of leaping up off a wooden floor mm. and just to the, one of his little claws catching your face because you were sort of bending over him. You, I think what you'd done, you were clutching a Lego brick. So I think what you'd done is you'd come up and you'd come up behind him and he as he's cuz I was in the way. And so with all that commotion, it, it was probably his back leg. I've got no idea. But it it meant that everything changed on that moment. So, you know, there's so, you know, accidents happen, certainly, but I do think feng shui is so important. So I'd already started studying feng shui at that point because things were going wrong. Things that shouldn't be going wrong were going wrong. And I and I wanted to know more. I was very fortunate to be in um in a, the right place at the right time so that I was able to go on to courses that were available, that were affordable 
and so I could study. And so things sort of snowballed from there. So my studying started really in the 90s when you were because of you. Because if you hadn't have, if that accident hadn't have happened, and if we hadn't moved into that house, and if everything was completely rosy, then perhaps I'd have gone on to have more kids and more, you know, different. The things would have been different. Mm. And I always wanted to have more children, but um, you know, it wasn't meant to be. I was blessed to have you, and you've turned out to be the best kid in the world. So. Oh, Kudos, Thanks, and um, we jokes—they suck. And um, <laughs> <laughs> but no wow. one's perfect. <laughs> wow! Why did um, you say a joke? No, because I I know my weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's just keep them over there. But yeah, I mean, it was it was um, it was a lot to do with that house. If we hadn't moved into that house, I don't think we would be doing this podcast. Yeah, I mean, like, you think about the butterfly effect. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. So, yeah. But um, but fortunately, your beauty outshone the scar and um, the surgeon who, who did who did sort of patch you up did say to, to you, to me at the time, that you could have corrective surgery if you wanted in your 20s, but the chances are you probably wouldn't need it. And quite honestly, Chloe, you don't need it. I mean... Nobody sees that scar anymore, do they? Not really, unless someone's really trying to look at my face. In your face. face. Yeah. Nose to nose. Yeah, if you, like, stretch it and look at it, um, you can see there's, like, one big claw, then there's, like, a smaller claw next to it and, like, a really, really, really tiny dot from the next claw. Yeah, I think he just pushed you away. I I think, to be honest, he was trying to get up. And it's just yeah. his claw. I mean, it was such a such a such a shock. It happened so quickly, right? So quickly, and um, and then of course everything changed after that. Mm. But um, but that's why I got into feng shui because uh, I, I must have known about the the person who lived there before being what he was doing, and then there was lots of things that put a strain on your dad and I's relationship. And then that was really the last straw. Mm. I think lots. you and I moved out after, soon after that. Mm. Lots of personal stories in this episode about our background. Yeah, are you going to delete <laughs> some? Are you going to edit? Because I think we've been quite sort of candid in this episode and not everybody's going to probably want to know. The ins and outs um, of Joey and Chloe. Yeah. Oh, I've just got black biro on my arm. <laughs> on my cosmic jumper. Not so cosmic anymore. Well, it's a shooting star, isn't it? Yeah. Panic yeah. over. It was um, not on. It's oh, like, I didn't, if I press that now, it's on. Oh, Turn it off. It's weird, that pen technology. <laughs> it's so, so initiative design there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've just seen the time. Should we do our yes. beautiful person's reading? Because yes, I've just looked at their chart and it is beautiful. Yes, yeah, so you've got eight minutes to wrap it up. <laughs> okay. That's not, that's not meant to be funny. That's meant to be Okay, honest. so well, this but, is... Yeah, yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, go on. Yeah. I can talk now. Yeah, well, you're wasting okay. your eight minutes. You've got seven minutes now. <laughs> okay, so this is a chart for a lady born on the 8th of March in 1996 at 1.50pm. We have a female. And so just being super quick, we've got the year of... Oh, wait, 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 wait. What did they write? Read it. Read it out loud. Oh, I, I haven't got it up there. It's gone. When oh, I refreshed it, you... Well. Yeah, well, Read on. it. You do it. You do it. Oh, you right. do it, Chloe. Okay. Hello, my name is Brooke. I am originally from Czech Republic, but I live in USA now. I am married and I want to have a baby, but I also want to go to college to study furniture design and practice feng shui. So my question is, is that would be the right direction for me? Otherwise, I'm a big fan. I think you are just amazing. I'm listening to your podcast at work all the time and I love it. You guys are funny and thanks to you, I'm into feng shui and Chinese astrology and thank you so much. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, so beautiful. So nice. Um, Thank you very um, much for that lovely message. 
Yeah, and that means, um, you know, she must be amazing too. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> like attracts like. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like a reflection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so starting at the year of birth, the year we have yin, uh, sorry, bigger line, yang fire, bing, over the energy bing. of the rat. Now, the rat is yang water, bing is yang fire. So those two energies are not so compatible. The energy of fire moves up, the energy of water moves down. But there's other stars that bring in some harmony. So let's talk about them. So the month of birth, we've got yin metal over the month of the rabbit. Okay, so the rabbit and the rat create a self-penalty. So she's got to be careful not to be too hard on herself. Um just bear that in mind. Just um, give you cut yourself some slack and um, maybe learn the word no if necessary, because the self penalty could come through. In because I've got the same thing in my chart, so mm. I know how it relates to me. Is um, you find it hard to say no to people? You want to uh, be a people pleaser. I, mm. I'm saying that with my hand on heart because that's that's how it affects me. It might affect you differently, but it's to do with people and it's to do with resources. So, so it's okay sometimes to say no. But that's um, between the rabbit and the rat. So that might flare up more in 2023 because it's year of the rabbit. And you might have a little insight of that in December of this year as we leave the energy of the tiger and move into the energy of the rabbit. So it's just a little thing. But we do have compatibility because the month of birth, yin metal, the star of yin metal, does combine with the energy of yang fire. And what we get instead is the water energy. Now, because this lady is born during yang, the day of yang wood, jai, jar, blah, over the dragon we know that her energy her wood energy is very strong now the wood energy for this person represents the people in her life the earth energy the dragon also is a storage of water is important for her wealth and prosperity support and stability so that's brilliant that she's um she's got that in her partner and we've got a little bit more earth energy wealth and prosperity coming through in her hour of birth which is represented by the energy of the goat the heavenly stem of the hour of birth is yin metal so she's got two yin metals one for the hour one for the month she's born a day of yang wood that makes her day master or self-element yang wood is in season she was born during spring so what does that mean chloe pisces yeah pisces so mystical magical creative inspiring now in regard to the queries or the question that she raised she mentioned having a baby and doing some furniture design and looking at feng shui so i and so for timing let's just have a look at her luck pillar for timing her current luck pillar is yang earth over the rat what are you dropping over so, there, Mom? Sorry, I um, moved my phone to, to get the um, uh, luck pillars and I clipped my um, <laughs> shell full of loose change, but you did ask. So just looking at her current luck pillar, her current luck pillar began when she was 20 and that was in... 2016 so she is now got so she's done one two three four five six seven she's in the seventh year she's got three more years left so 2023 2024 2025 lots of wood energy in those um years so 2022 wood 23 wood water and wood 24, wood and earth, storage of water. 25, yin wood over the snake. So what does that mean? What does that mean? It means that lots of the luck pillar itself is represented by yang earth over the water star of the rat. So the first five years were more money orientated and maybe a little bit unstable, but then stability came through when she got married and um and some some lovely energy actually some lovely energy and then her interest in unconventional resources probably would have started to expand 
around um, 2020, 19, end of 19 into 2020. That would um, be perfect for all the time spending at home. So water, yang water to a yang wood person is unconventional resources. So feng shui definitely may have um, started to become interesting mm. to her. So, yeah, I can totally see why she's interested in feng shui. That's going to continue, I think, until 2025. And that's when she's going to enter a new luck pillar. The new luck pillar is represented by yin fire over the energy of the pig. Oh, that's when she's going to have babies. So, okay, so, so, so babies are possible. But actually, what's probably stronger and and taking more, um, maybe a little bit more, yeah. So, so definitely babies are possible. But as a wood female, the energy that represents babies is uh, is the energy we produce as women. We produce children. Yeah. So it's the same energy as career. For a wood person, that energy is related to the fire element. So it means every summer, so whenever the snake, the horse, and the goat appear, she's going to be more lucky to produce babies. Mm. so that energy is in her chart already she's got a goat star in her chart so it means that energy is always there in the luck pillar of the children actually so it's very lucky but when we see a triple harmony such as um when she's 30 we've got a triple harmony for bringing in her health bringing in her luck pillar and the air of the children we get something a triple harmony for the wood element which indicates that perhaps in the summer months of, of this period, there will definitely be strong opportunities for con- conception and, and, and carrying a baby. Mm. It's going to be there available to her, particularly um, every June and July of every year, but there were certain years where it's stronger than others. So for her, the fire energy, well, her next two luck pillars are fire-based. And let's not forget mm. period nine. Period nine kicks in in 2024. And 2025 is a fire year. So from 2024 onwards, the energy to do with um, creation is is very powerful. So I think, yeah, starting a family is 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 the perfect way to use that energy. But we've got a couple of years before that. And the years before that are strong water and wood energies. And she mentioned that she's she's interested in studying design. And create mm. and and all de- form of design designing is form of creation, and wood is very. And she's mentioned furniture. Now I'm assuming she's going to be working with wood, but it's it's to do with creation. It's to do with ideas and inspiration. Well, wood's perfect for that. She also mentioned that she's interested in feng shui. Well, that makes sense with her current luck pillar. Mm. Her current luck pillar is unconventional resources. So. I think she would excel at studying feng shui. I think she'll excel at studying furniture design. I think her strength is actually in all forms of creation and and design work because she's a yang wood person born in the spring season. She's got lots and lots of water. She's got lots of wood combinations. So she's very, very strong. She's an excellent communicator. And the reason I know that she's an excellent communicator is because she's got two yin metal stars, one for the month, one for the hour. That tells me she's great at communication in her, in the um, in working environment, but also she's great at sharing her ideas. Now, whether that's visionary, which it could be, vision always comes through in the fire element. She's born with yang fire. Yang fire loves yin metal, makes water, which means she can bring her ideas into reality. She can see in her mind's eye and she can somehow, some way, communicate that to others and turn it in from a concept into a reality, into a joyous experience for everyone involved. Because let's not forget, fire is all about love and happiness and joy. It's an energy that opens the heart, expands, radiates out. That's what she's got in her chart and that's what's coming. So I think she would first be an amazing designer. I think she'd be an incredible feng shui practitioner or do what I did, study it and, you know, do it as a hobby. And then maybe there's a trigger that leads like 
like mine, like ours, you know, we wouldn't be here if, unless there were certain stages that concentrated the chi and made us sit up and take notice. So she could have a few of those going on in 2023 because we've got that self penalty. So very, very, very important. Don't be too hard on yourself. Give yourself time to address all the needs of others because I think she's got a strong either friends or family or work colleagues demand upon her time because there's lots of people people in her chart. And um, when she gets through 2023, 2024 and starts moving into 2025, I think the energy to do with babies and family will start to gather and become stronger and stronger. But there's no reason why she can't have babies before then because we have the fire season every May, June, July, and then, you know, there's other moments where the fire energy comes up. So all in all, a really mm. good chart. And I went over. Sorry, Chloe. <laughs> Thank you very much for doing that. That was really insightful. <laughs> Mum, do you want me to have babies? Of course I do, baby. I'm, I'm a natural born nana. <laughs> All right, cool. I, I mean, look at me. I, I, need, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to breastfeed again, but I do need a little oh. bubby to um, spoil and make a fuss of. And it's all down to you now. I'm too old for all that shit. Mum. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> I'm not too old. I'm very young. Yeah. No, it was the word that you said. Sugar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. All right. Amazing. Well, let's wrap it up there. Um, thank you so much for chatting to me, Mom. Thank you so much to our lovely listeners for tuning in to another episode. Mum looks like she was going to say something, but changed her mind. Yeah, Sorry I was going to say, that, maybe everyone. you can edit that out because I just realised what I've said and it wasn't great. Which bit? About swearing. I shouldn't swear. <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> um, you said that word on the podcast before. I didn't mean to. That's okay. Sometimes sugar happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel bad now. Sorry. Why do you feel bad? Because I'm supposed to be showing, leading my, my, you're my daughter. I should be showing you an example. Me? Me? Yeah. <laughs> well, you are. <laughs> You're showing humanity. Like, you're normal. Be yourself. Say whatever the fudge you want. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you'd like to be part of our mini readings, we'd love to have you on board. You can email us at smashingsecrets at outlook.com. Otherwise, you can visit our website, which is smashingsecrets.com. You can also find us on our socials, which you can find through the website. And it's been great to have you here. Thank you so much for your time again. And we very much look forward to welcoming you next time. Thank you for your patience and listening to us garble on. I'm really appreciative. (laughs) (laughs) Prattle on. Prattle on, prattle on. Is that what you said on the last one? Rattle on. Rattle. I don't think I said that. Did I? Maybe I said rattle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we all know that I talk the most, so. You do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I love you. I love you. Bye. Bye.